Christians top the list for countries where they face either governmental or social hostility, according to an article in National Catholic Reporter covering the results of a recent Pew Research Center study. The article went on to state that Christians face government harassment in a staggering 124 nations. If you live in America, you might find this hard to believe. Most people here and in Western countries are accustomed to Christians being the norm with religious bigotry and scorn reserved for newer or less mainstream faiths. But that analysis would be missing one critical element. Almost all religions are a minority somewhere. In part three of our midterm election special, The Case Against Democrats, we will discuss religious freedom and how the progressive Democrats are targeting this American right if they maintain control of Congress. I'm AC, the host of The War on Report, and we'll discuss this after a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. A retired U.S. Army Lieutenant General spurred debate recently when he said that the rise in global attacks on Christians could become a national security threat to the United States. In an interview with the Washington Times, retired Lieutenant General William Boykin, a former commander of Delta Force and Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence, said the attacks indicate an increased religious intolerance that could hit closer to home. He warned that Christians' persecution is only going to grow unless we wake up and start taking a very strong stand against this. Boykin is not done in his fear that America is plunging towards an increasingly anti-Christian future. A 2017 survey conducted by Public Religion Research Institute found that millions of Americans, including 57% of white evangelical Protestants, say that there is a lot of discrimination against Christians in the United States today. Those who follow the news have heard countless stories of Christians who have, to one degree or the other, experienced some level of pressure about their faith from individuals and institutions in our increasingly secular society. The reality is that violence against Christians in America is already happening. A civil, a civil unrest gripped the country in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd in May 2020. Catholic churches were not exempt from the mobs that destroyed property and cities across America. But while the riots and looting mostly died down in the summer of 2020, the attacks on Catholic churches have continued and escalated. Since civil unrest began on May 28, 2020, there have been at least 224 attacks against Catholic churches in the United States, including arson attacks, which damaged or destroyed historic churches, spray painting and graffiti of satanic messages, rocks and bricks thrown through windows, and statues destroyed. The attacks on Catholic churches have been widespread across the country, affecting 40 states. Hotspots with large clusters of attacks include New York City, Denver, Los Angeles, District of Columbia area, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Boston, Houston, Philadelphia, and Miami. Some of the churches have been attacked multiple times. The Biden administration has thus far refused to act to protect Catholic churches and stop these acts of domestic terrorism. In December 2021, Catholic Vote sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice calling for them to act, pointing to a federal statute which requires the Attorney General to investigate and prosecute such crimes. The vandalism we are seeing today is quickly rising to levels that haven't been seen since the late 1800s and early 1900s from organized groups such as the Know Nothings and the KKK, Catholic Vote President Brian Birch wrote. Associate Attorney General Benita Gupta replied in a letter in 2022 
saying that a 15-day review to ensure that all appropriate resources are being deployed to protect houses of worship. But since then, there has been no evidence of specific action taken by the Department of Justice, and the attacks have continued. After a new round of attacks and threats against Catholic churches in the wake of the Supreme Court opinion leak, Birch renewed his call to Garland and Department of Justice to enforce federal law to persecute the attacks. Neither Garland nor the DOJ appeared to have taken any specific action. According to an unconfirmed report in June 2022, the Department of Homeland Security has privately warned the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops of credible threats against Catholic churches and clergy if the Roe v. Wade is overturned, which it later was. The Joe Biden administration and Democrats have led to religious freedom being taken away. With religious liberty under attack, Biden's policies and failures are further threatening the religious freedoms of people of faith and faith-based organizations. Biden has chosen the radical left over religious liberty. Biden's Build Back Better legislation blocks religious facilities such as churches and schools from using infrastructure funds for improvements. This past November, the Biden administration rescinded a Trump-era rule that protected the religious liberty of faith-based organizations that contract with the federal government and allows them to specifically hire people who hold their faith beliefs. Biden supports the passage of the Equality Act, which interferes with religious freedoms and could force faith-based organizations to close their doors. Biden's 2022 budget called for the repeal of the Hyde Amendment, which protects American taxpayers from being forced to fund abortion. Rising crime under Biden's administration has also put religious Americans on high alert, with Democrat calls to defund the police leading to a surge in crime, with 14 major Democrat-run cities setting all-time high homicide records in 2021. The recent spike in crime has impacted religious institutions across the country. In New York City, a synagogue was robbed three separate times. In Chicago, three different churches were burglarized in a week. In Washington, a mosque was robbed of religious items in daylight. The wave of crime plaguing the nation has particularly impacted the Jewish community, forcing American Jews to tamp down their public displays of Jewishness as a way to protect themselves. In Texas, an anti-Semitic terrorist attack led to four Jews, including a rabbi, being held hostage in their synagogue during a Saturday morning service. A woman was arrested for harassing and spitting on an eight-year-old Jewish child outside a Brooklyn synagogue. In New York, a Jewish man was left bloodied after being hit with a metal chair during a pro-Palestine protest. In Los Angeles, a group of Jewish men were attacked while dining at a restaurant. And in Boston, a rabbi was stabbed nine times outside a Jewish school. The Warren Report says the Biden administration has committed to advancing ideology that endangers religious freedom. The Biden administration policies have limited religious freedoms despite its protection under the First Amendment. This does not bode well for the future of religious freedom and the peace and prosperity that religious freedom fosters. America has been at the forefront of protecting religious freedom over successive Republican and Democrat administrations. As conflicts between religious freedom and progressive policy preferences increase, voters must take the issue into their own hands and ensure a change of leadership happens in our political landscape in the midterm 2022 elections so that religious liberty will be protected for everyone.
This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.